Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Ram Power Days is going on now with our most powerful lineup of trucks ever. Hurry in and don't just feel the power, own it. And right now, get 0% APR financing plus $3,000 total bonus cash allowance on 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab models equipped with a gas-powered V6 engine. Don't miss this great offer. Visit Ram.com to find your local Ram dealer today. Financing for all qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 1031-22. You're listening to Broncos for Breakfast with Nick Kendall and Scott Kennedy. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. It is 7.32 a.m. July 26th, Tuesday morning. Means it's time for an episode of Broncos for Breakfast. I am Nick Kendall and joined by, as always, for these morning shows, Scott Kennedy. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing just splendidly. It is great to be here. Like I've said before, it, it, people talk about the 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 drag that shoot this. This, feel, this summer feels like it's flying by to me. I mean, yeah. you think about it, and I don't know about you, but kids start back to school like on Friday, mm. which is insane. It's like summers actually doesn't start till the end of June. We're only like a month into summer, but yeah. guys are back to football camp. Kids are going back to school. Feels like fall to me. We're here. I don't say that. It's still Pacific Northwest summer uh, for me. I got a crazy, absolutely crazy August. I'm hoping my legs will uh, hold up. I'm backpacking Royal Lake Basin this weekend. After that, I'm doing the east side of the Wonderland Trail on Rainier, about a 20-mile day hike with a buddy of mine. Uh, After that, I am backpacking in the North Cascades. And after that, I'm backpacking the north side of Mount Rainier. I don't know if you've given nutrition too much of your thoughts with this stuff, but you need to be into like the whey protein for these types yeah. of things for, for pre and recovery at night. I'm serious. Well, we can talk about that at another time, but I, I've been big on the, like the hydrations and obviously the like electrolytes and stuff and goo, because like, otherwise you cramp up and I, I am a, not to be too much information. Maybe this has brought you by manscaped to somewhat, <laughs> but I am a heavy, a heavy respirator i perspire a good bit in the sun mm-hmm. so i need to really Gotta replace my electrolytes yep exactly so uh no it's gonna be a good one hopefully my legs will uh, hold up and uh excited man i've been enjoying it i don't know if you saw the uh the pictures from my hike this last uh friday night but oh my god it looked like a un- like a postcard like is that real it's real um unbelievable picture maybe i'll share it on here later um, um we got some guys coming in here talking about unreal unreal supporters uh for the uh, broncos for breakfast shows ethan coming in dwi guys saying Good afternoon, gents in Broncos country. Good to see you, Ethan. Hope you're doing well. Hopefully it started to uh, cool down there over in the UK. It's going to be hotter than heck uh, here in Seattle. We're going to have, I think, a second time in history, four days of 90 plus degrees in a row. So going to be hot here, unfortunately. 
um damien todd coming out i don't recognize this name scott is this one new to you as well no that damien that feels like that would be a name i remember so damien todd welcome in good to have you welcome to the show if you have any questions yeah. or anything throw them Absolutely. in there yeah, good to see you, Damien. Good morning to you. Good morning, Broncos, says Damien. EJ, of course, in the house. I recognize that one. I recognize that uh, picture as well. Looks like a background of uh, Denver with the mountains in the background. Saying good morning, Nick and Scott in Broncos country. Good to see you, EJ. Hope you're doing well. Kevin Gray, always good to see Kevin. He says good morning, Nick and Scott. One day left. I am more excited for camp uh, than in years. Let's ride. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Scott, just off the cuff, uh, what are you most excited for for Broncos camp? I know that you are, you know, not a Broncos fan. So curious about what you are uh, wanting to see. Yeah, but there's, you've, you've heard me say before, you know, who do you root for? I root for me. Yeah. I, I root for me. So yeah. when I start talking, when we start doing predictions and stuff, I want them to be right. Um, I'm most looking forward to seeing this wide receiver core probably step up and be the guys mm -hmm. we think they can become. We've talked them up. Now let's deliver. And frankly, I still like smash, smash, smash mouth football. Yeah. I want to see Javante Williams carrying the ball again it's yeah. uh it's it's fun i like watching i mean the, a lot of the reason why we all got into this game and enjoy it so much is frankly the violence yeah. <laughs> is the collisions i know they're trying to turn it into seven on seven but you know turning a, a a 220 pound bowling ball of a running back loose in the defensive secondary it's fun it's fun i'm looking forward to seeing it yeah absolutely and uh just to get it right here um real quick we have a. Uh... Damian Todd coming back and saying today they report. Yeah, it's today. I don't know what the uh, Kevin saying, you know, um, one day left. I think Tuesday they report in the day. I think he so. just means because tomorrow it begins. They report today. But nothing's really going to happen today. They, they hit the field tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Um, but really excited. Tomorrow begins. Let's ride. We got Luke right in the house. Good morning, Nick and Scott. It's almost time. Absolutely. Mike Givens rocking the new picture here over on YouTube. Good to see you, Mike. Saying good morning, Nick and Scott. Good to see you. <laughs> Clee coming in talking about electrolytes saying, Brondo, it's got electrolytes. You You get the reference, Scott, right? No, I don't. Idiocracy, Colin Farrell. It's it's a pretty pretty funny movie. Um, I did not see it. Okay, We're, worth a watch. And now it's me actually telling you to watch. I mean, it's dumb. Like it's supposed to be dumb, though. I'm okay it's with like, dumb. I mean, like my yeah. favorite movie, like my one of my all time favorite comedies is Tommy Boy. Doesn't get much okay. dumber than that. For you smart like dumb, it. Blazing Saddles is my all time favorite comedy. But you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, Mark Schrader, the one and only one of our big time supporters, Mark, hopefully you're not too hot down there in Texas. He says, good morning, Nick and Scott, EJ saying, Nick, I hope you have a great time backpacking. Me too. And Damien said his kids are already in school. Gosh, that's, uh, that's insane. It's, uh, <laughs> hopefully they have air conditioning wherever they're in school. I thought that well, was and that's one of the things down here. I'd rather get out early in May when it's still pretty nice. August yeah. is too damn hot to do anything outside anyway in Georgia. You know, let's yeah. send the kids back to school where they got some paid for uh, public school yep. air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Amanda Stone, uh, we always love to say hello to our Mile High Huddle ladies. Um, she says, uh, Mark Schrader, good morning. Well, um, that's uh, Mark good Schrader. Good morning, Mark. That's a, that's yeah. a good shout. Absolutely. Um, Stink, always enjoy him. Uh, Snoopy coming in saying, my kid is still trying to learn what a woman is. Oh, well, good luck, Snoopy. Um, we got <laughs> Miss Shanker coming in here saying, greeting. I'm still trying to learn too, Snoopy. So... <laughs> uh, we'll never never figure it out and that's half the fun yeah absolutely uh miss shanker saying greetings from a uh, very hot austria awesome beautiful country austria been to vienna once um really enjoyed it uh tim durr coming in morning fellas what's up broncos country uh blank coming with a russell wilson uh picture then it looks like a soccer player twerking I, or no it's morty uh rick and morty that's morty twerking um and tim also saying it's what plants crave ej saying dumb and dumber is his favorite comedy and uh 
we got Mark coming in. I'd pay for you just 90s, Nick. Um, 90s is hot when all the houses in Seattle are built to capture heat and nobody has air conditioning. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be very hot. My second floor is unbelievably hot. Just the way the house is built, it traps heat. Um, but we'll get into it. We'll be OK. Uh, we got an air conditioning. You unit come for stay you. with me. I'm not kidding. I have thirty thousand dollars worth of air conditioners. <laughs> oh, God. oh man, we need to get like a window unit as well. We'll we'll get into it. Uh, Rodney coming in. Good morning, Nick and Scott. Sunny days in the house also. And Damien saying uh, from the Tucson area. That's nice and hot. Jeremy Sean. Good morning, boys. Uh, Rob J. Thompson coming in saying morning from Las Vegas. And Dave Glassman, of course, as well. Uh, we appreciate all you guys coming in today and. Uh, Matter of business first, guys. Taking control of your male grooming is super important. If you're experiencing overgrown yard, Manscapes products are so good, you're going to be showing pride in your new bush-free property. It's a fact that you will have the best-kept area on the cul-de-sac, save big, and be the most hygienic version of yourself this summer by using our discount code MHH for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Whether you're looking to go bald like an eagle or just need a safe trim, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The grooming package is what I highly recommend uh, due to the Performance Package 4.0. Inside the Performance Package 4.0 is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is a bush's worst nightmare. This trimmer is designed to reduce grooming accidents and shave hair on loose skin thanks to the ceramic blade and the advanced skin-safe technology. And not a biggie, but my favorite product here uh, is the... Uh, Oh my gosh, what's um the the ball crop mop crop mops? There we go. Went blank there. I uh, take just talking about perspiring earlier and being in the back country. Um, I obviously take my shower wipes as well. You know, you want to get in your tent and all your stuff in your tent clothes, nice and clean. But also, if you're getting hot down there, you want to make sure that you're cleaning up down south with the crop mop. Um, light, portable, individually packaged, perfect for the back country. I know that uh, hunting season is right around the corner as well. If you're out in the uh, literally out in the bush, there doing that kind of thing. Crop mop is something that'd be really nice to keep you uh, nice and clean down there and uh, make sure you're checking that out as well. Um, again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. If you use our promo code MHH, it's time to level up from the Amazon to the Mad Dong with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. All, All right, right. there it. we go. Killed it. Yep. So uh, again, MHH, 20% off free shipping. That is hard to beat support the sponsors that help support our show. So appreciate mm -hmm. all y'all there. Uh, should we get into the, uh, get into the topic at hand? I know we talked a little bit about last night, but I actually wasn't here for most of the show last night. Apologies. So this is going to be a, a new conversation uh, for us talking about the, is it now, is it time to start worrying about the, the pup list? You know, we're almost August 1st here. We're like, Oh, Randy Gregory's in a sling. It's, it's May, it's April, whatever it is. No big deal getting closer to becoming a little bit more of a concern, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely getting to be more of a concern. Uh, first, I want to say hello to a few more people coming in here. Rob saying Joe Dirt is his favorite comedy. That's a good one. <laughs> Eating off a turd. Good times. Uh, EJ saying, love Manscaped. I can't endorse it enough. I tell all my single buddies about it, and I uh, say, I wonder why you're single. Hmm. Also, uh, we got Tim saying, love the facial expressions when you're talking about it. Well, um, not the best poker face over here. That's okay. Um, and we got Damian Todd saying, should the Broncos start Randy Gregory and Billy Turner on the pup for uh, list for training camp? Today is the day. Uh, today is the deadline, um, Tuesday, where they are going to have to go on the pup list, yes or no. And uh, Scott, just off the bat, are you feeling yes, no? Is this is it going to happen? Now, if they if they start the training camp on the pup list, there's actual ramifications for that. So mm -hmm. you have to miss a certain amount of time. Help me out here. Is, is it like four games you have to I miss? Think it if is you four start games. 
So yeah. I would say no. And if, if they do, I'm going to be concerned. Yeah. Uh, if they don't, it's like, okay, we wanted to bring a couple guys in extra for camp. We didn't want them on the pup list, come in for workouts, have them on the pup. The pup list before this meant basically nothing. Oh, uh, we added them to the pup list for, you know, they're reporting two weeks ago with rookies. So what? Yeah. That didn't mean anything. Today, it means something. Today, that list has some teeth. So if it if they start training camp on the pup list, I've got a little bit more concerns. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. We'll get into it, but uh, absolutely, if they do start on the pup list, I would be concerned. And uh, we'll get into these individual players and whatnot because mm-hmm. um, I have I do have some predictions here. Uh, I guess on the unfortunate side, uh, Mandango coming in saying football is almost here. Uh, good morning, Broncos country, Nick and Scott. And I think uh, Mandango is using the uh, the rugby emoji there um, for the uh, the football. I think that's the rugby uh, football. Uh, but uh, Cody coming in, this is another name I don't recognize. It's always great when football is like right around the corner because you have a bunch of new faces coming in, including uh, Cody McAlpin coming in saying Broncos country. It feels good to be this excited again. Cannot wait for the season. Absolutely, Cody. Um, real football, real meaningful football. When you have a quarterback, you have a chance. Broncos have a quarterback now. Um, keep saying that. I mean, I like to harken back to the 1992 slogan. Uh, it's the economy, stupid. It's the quarterback, stupid in the NFL. If you have one, you got a shot. Uh, Michael Ronquillo coming in. Good to see you, Michael. He says, uh, good morning, Nick and Scott on Broncos for breakfast. Let's ride and go Broncos. Holy Diver really doesn't like our reading of the uh, the Manscaped reads. I'm just going to sneak it in now constantly, Holy. So you have to just constantly, you have to be on the ball, uh, an active listener uh, to mute us when we do it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, come back. We're here. Um, EJ, Randy Gregory needs to rest up and be 100% for the start of the season. Get right, Randy Gregory. So this is a, a good starting point here. Randy Gregory, obviously in a sling. Um, do you think the Broncos and George Payton had an idea that there was a injury that was going to require surgery and potentially cost him time um, yes. when they signed him? Okay. Yes. Ex- expand on that. Yeah. You don't, you don't drop, you know, again, it's about $36 million, I think over two years guaranteed. So, you know, forget the $70 million number. It's a two year, $36 million contract. Uh, you don't drop $36 million on a guy without, knowing more of these things or else you can start i would think there'd be legal ramifications clauses voids those type of things um where you can come in and i know you the the old lawyers of london used to be able to take out insurance on those type of contracts so there are ramifications to be able to to get that money back into the program but that doesn't help your team so yes i think my prediction is that at least my optimist and i've never been accused of being an optimist is that he's not going to start training camp on the pup list and should not be out the first four weeks of the season. If he is, you're talking about, you know, again, a two year deal and you're eating into the first quarter of the first year that, that strikes me as a bit of a concern. Doesn't necessarily mean the Falc, uh, the, uh, they can't have enough good edge rushers because there's lots of bodies there, but you know, you want Randy Gregory to be the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you want him to be one of the guys, but for sure. And um, we got Ethan coming in, correcting us here. Thank you so much. Ethan. Thank you. Um, look, the rules our, keep... our, not only, not only is Ethan correcting us, he's, you know, dropping a super to uh, our, yeah. he's, he's, he's donating for his legal expertise, man. I wish all lawyers were like that. I, I'd, I'd, have, I'd be in a lot better shape in my uh, professional life. <laughs> this is pro bono uh, coming in here from Ethan. Uh, that's saying there's no initial penalty for a player going on the preseason pup list as they can be activated at any time during the preseason. However, once activated, they cannot be returned to the pup list. Start regular season on pup as a minimum four games. There you okay. go. Um, then does that that probably obviously changes your answer here? That Scott. changes yeah. how I think about it. Yeah, because again, I was I was uh, conf- I was confused on that. I thought there was a, a training camp deadline 
for which actually had some teeth, which yeah. it, it doesn't. So it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So if there, you know, there's which again, when I when I heard myself saying it, like it doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, why would you need to bring in somebody? Because basically, what you're trying to do is just open up a roster spot for tryouts. That's all you're trying to do is make sure you've got a, a you know your 90 or 100 that you whittle down, have enough bodies for your full practice and and you know uh, working working everybody. You need bodies in there. Yeah. So it makes sense then that makes perfect sense because why would you, why would you, you're, you're just looking to bring somebody in. Why would it matter? Um, if, why would the last two weeks have mattered when they weren't practicing anyway, is what I'm trying to spit out. Yeah. Now it matters. Now I can put him on the pup list so I can bring in another player for practice, bring in a camp body, give him a chance. Maybe he does something. They get yeah. paid for that. They, they get paid for their time. So it is, you know, Hey, you know, local, a uh, local guy who hasn't played in a while. It's why don't you come in and you know you'll get a couple thousand dollars and a chance to to work out with the NFL. Great, you know I'll I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll I'll come I'll take two weeks vacation and I'll I'll come do that. That's kind of what that ends up being. Yeah. So yes, that makes a that makes a big difference. Um, you know we have a new deadline to watch basically. Yeah, absolutely. And Cody coming in saying Randy Gregory isn't a big concern yet. Uh, we have solid edge rushers and just got that outside linebacker in the draft. Nick Benito from Oklahoma. Uh, Chubb is looking good. Rather have Gregory come in healthy and be dominant than come in and not be fully ready. And I agree with this in principle. I think the biggest concern here is maybe it's a little bit of PTSD, but this is kind of similar to Bradley Chubb last season where it's like, okay, he's going to be off a bunch of preseason. Then, you know, week two, he's or week one, he's going to be good to go plays what one and a half games or something like that. And then it's like, okay, actually too much pain to keep playing. It just keeps getting pushed back and then comes back later in the season is never the same um, the whole year. So it's a little different, but it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, he's going to be fine. We were kind of shoveled that last year with uh, Bradley Chubb and then did not turn out to be fine. All right. Um, Ethan's taking me to school on this because they have changed the rules and now it doesn't make any sense at all. So a player on the pup list does count against the 90 man roster. Then why bother? Yeah. Okay, so what's the benefit? And I actually did a search on that. What's the benefit of putting somebody on the pup list during the preseason? Still got to pay them. You yeah. know, what's why bother? They're allowed to use facilities. They're allowed to use. Well, they're on the ninety-man roster anyway. It's like, oh, they're allowed to come to team meetings. They're allowed to come and you know and rehab at the facility. They can do that anyway. So I, yeah. I, I really don't understand that. There, there has to be a reason because they keep doing it. But yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't see the point of the preseason pup list is Jeremy Sean says. So what's the point of the preseason pup list? It beats the hell out of me, man. I don't know. Um, cause again, cause you can come off it at any time. You count against the 90 man roster. You can use the, the facilities, use the facilities. Um, you can use the facilities and the training and the rehab. You're still part of the team. I basically, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe it's just a, uh, Media. I searched it and I still didn't f figure it out. Yeah. I was like, oh, they must be, you know, it must be okay. They don't want to count against the 90-man roster. Nope. Yeah, maybe it's, it's me, just man. a media thing. Um, it's like, okay, you can quit asking me about Randy Gregory. He, why is he not on the field? He's on the pup list. Um, he can be activated at any time. Um, that's really the only benefit I could see based on uh, what you've explained. And I know the because of the sick bug and everything, they keep changing the rules about the amount of people on the roster and everything. Mm -hmm. So, um Good to have that information on there, but uh, yeah, really, what is the uh, what is the benefit there? Uh, ZZZ coming in saying, I love this cast, y'all the best duo. Thank you so much, ZZZ. And if you guys feel the same, head to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and uh, scroll down, leave us five star rating, and send say, uh, Nick and Scott sent you. Albert Nopper is in the house. Good morning, guys. Good to see you, Albert. Um, Lawrence Rivera coming in saying, Coffee and peanut butter and jelly type of morning. 
peanut butter and jelly for breakfast. I feel like Scott would be okay with that. Um, but that's a, I'm not sure about that one for me. I'm off. I just finished my last, I just finished PB and J. I've, I've been eating it for a month. I'm, I'm done. That's, that's it. That was like a month of splurging after three months of starving. So now I'm, I'm done. So I'm telling you though, Peter Pan, honey roasted PB and J. It's the good stuff. Good stuff. Falling Sloth always coming to the good stuff too. Says, good morning, y'all. Didn't get my notification, uh, but luckily I made it anyway. Well, we were here every Tuesday and Thursday at uh, 6, 6.30 my time, 7.30 mountain time. So uh, you can just assume that we'll be here. Um, that That's your notification. Maybe set an alarm on your phone. Um, Cody also coming in saying, uh, something I want an opinion on is Jerry Judy. I expect his production to go up, but is his drops from the last couple seasons going to be an area of concern? Uh, what do you think about this, Scott? I don't think the drops were really a concern last year. Um, they were magnified. You know, he had some he had some drops. I didn't watch him as a rookie to know how egregious they were. But I don't think his his sophomore season they were any more or less noticeable than any other standard receiver. So uh, as he gets targeted more, yeah, he'll probably drop a couple here and there. That happens. Um, you know, try not to get the 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 negative energy of here we go again. You know, Melvin Gordon didn't fumble that much more than any other player out there, but it was, oh, Melvin Gordon, and they happened in really bad places. Uh, you know, I remember listening to the the Washington game last year. Javante fumbled, like, the, the, the second down play, and it was either recovered or called back on an offsides or something, and you're trying to kill the game. Give it to Melvin Gordon on the next play because Javante just fumbled, and more, Melvin Gordon coughs it up. And that one actually was a turnover. You're like, good Lord, what are you got? You're just trying to give this game away. Um, yep. Defense stepped up and got the win, but it was, that could have been one of those, if it had turned over, it's like, oh, the rookie's fumbling. We got to watch that. And it ends up becoming a thing. So I'm not too concerned with Jerry, Judy, and Trops. He's caught, you know, 10,000 passes in his career, you know, going back to high school. He'll, he'll be just fine. He was a first round pick for a reason, a lot of talent. He'll be just fine. Yeah, I mean, the jobs with Jerry Judy, they were a thing at Alabama. They'll probably continue to be somewhat of a thing just given his player profile. I don't think he's, you know, just his build and how he plays. He's not going to be a contested catch monster. And sometimes when, you know, Russell Wilson probably more likely to try to fit into some tight windows, uh, there's going to be some times when Jerry Judy gets the ball jostled loose. Uh, the ones that you can't have are the non-forced errors where the ball just, you know, you're wide open and it slips through your hand. So hopefully those will be, uh, less this year. I do think that even if they are less, they will be magnified because it's not like the Broncos will be, you know, week 15. And we're talking about draft position. Um, we're going to be talking about playoffs at that point. I would assume uh, this season uh, contention wise uh, with what three weeks left. So four weeks left. So hopefully um, that is cleaned up a bit, but I would say it is somewhat an area of concern for me, not to the point where, you know, some fans on social media are screaming, you know, Jerry Judy's a bum because he dropped passes. It's part of the game. You know, it's the best wide receivers in football drop passes. Some do it more than others, but Jerry Judy, if that's something that he's a little bit weaker on, not everybody can separate like Jerry Judy. Not everybody can get releases like Jerry Judy. So if it's always something that's a average or like a C minus uh, in his game, uh, it's a concern, but it's also something that you typically see guys improve upon um, after the first few years in the league. So something to watch. Am I concerned? No, uh, but it's also something that I've made personally. I've made a little bit of peace with that. Uh, some of the contested catch questions are probably going to be something that continue with him for his career, but he makes up for that in other areas of his game. There's some pretty good names on the list of dropped passes leaders. Mm -hmm. Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase. Uh, let me see here. 
And what's interesting is <laughs> you want to talk about why are you high on Justin Herbert? I'm looking at this list and there's three chargers in the top six for drop passes. God, Justin Herbert is so that would get good. a little now that would get a little frustrating. You know, is yeah. he throwing the ball too hard or whatnot? And, th- and there's ties, you know, there's yeah. there's there's uh six players, seven, eight players tied for sixth place, Quan Barkley, uh Hollywood Brown, Najah Harris. There's some running backs in there who aren't mm-hmm. targeted as much, but you know, Keenan Allen, you want to take Keenan Allen off your team or would you take him? I, I'd take him. Yeah, you know, I'd take him. So um Jamar Chase, yeah, I'd probably be a top 10 pick if they were doing a, a draft right now of uh, players in the NFL. So Ooh, do you think so? Bef- before the quarterbacks you even? Talk about, you, you love the positional value, right? I do, yeah. Okay, so what would a second-year wide receiver be who's, who's uh, including contracts, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you're taking the time. Yeah, including their contracts. You have yeah. to take their contracts with them. No. Uh, you know, you, you take a young guy like that with his, with his uh, positional value and – um contractual value jamar chase is up there. as you like yeah. to say a cheat code right now yeah no absolutely he's very good um no doubt about that we got greg keen coming in another name i don't recognize saying good day from bali Ooh, awesome um we all another name uh whitley west coming in saying nick benito will be converted into an edge rusher he's a dog uh i definitely think he is going to be an edge rusher but he might be more of a what is the uh dpr uh, this season, which is an acronym for designated pass rusher. I'm not expecting to see him on obvious run situations very often, uh, given his limited frame. I think you may be going to see more of him in a, um, a Bruce Irvin esque role early on where there's some going to be maybe even some uh, packages where he's a stack linebacker at the second level um, and dropping down uh, to the edge spot, uh, but it will be fun. And the Broncos do have pass rush there. I just think ideally you are not depending on him to be a starter this year. You want him to be a, supercharged uh, sub package type of rusher that uh, again, you don't have to worry about him on obvious rundowns. If he is a designated pass rusher and ends up with two sacks every, you know, every three games, which, you know, doesn't sound like a lot <clears throat> finishes with 12 sacks on the season. You're going to be pretty happy. You know, wow, yeah. that's really good. It's, it's amazing. Um, you know, I know that was one of the things I, I've talked about this before reading some of the books of some of the old guys, you know, they, they didn't, a lot of the guys didn't like Mark Gastineau, because, you know, his, his sack dance in New York Jets, if you don't know who he is, look him up. You know, it's like he'd get his ass kicked all game, then have one sack and he'd go berserk. <laughs> you know, so it's that's the way it is, though. It's kind of like being a goal scorer. I kind of I kind of talk about I feel like playing defense in football is a lot like playing soccer. It's hard to get to that yeah. quarterback. You know, one one quarterback sack is kind of like scoring a goal. You get one, you celebrate it. It's a, yeah. it's a pretty big deal. And, you know, it was a big deal to us as Gary Leeds Palmer. Following up Lawrence, coming in with some stars. Lawrence, thanks for those stars with the peanut butter and jelly comment. And Gary says, good morning, Nick and Scott. And just a little love. Go Broncos and let's ride. A little love back to you, my friend. And some love from the silent one. Hey. Jacob Foster as well, coming in with some nice stars. Triple digits. Thousand Ooh. stars for those of you who can see it on Facebook. Uh, Jacob, awesome. the silent one, coming in. Coming in heavy. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden 
and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Thank you Practice so much, week. Jacob. Practice week. And I did want to say hello to C Beaston here. Had him up here. Morning, everyone. Good to see you, C Beaston, over on YouTube. Hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully your weekend is off to our week is off to a good start. Rob Buxbaum, good morning, Nick and Scott in Nashville. And uh, Jesse coming in saying, love the whole crew. Always great shows. Go Broncos. Let's ride. Thank you so much, Jesse. We appreciate you. Michael Kerr's in the house. And uh, yeah, no, let's keep it going here. Um, so Randy Gregory, I think that you are going to see him uh, week one. This is again, this is not me talking to any trainers or anything in there, uh, but just the progression of his uh, time to date. And also Ed Rusher, luckily for the Broncos, is very much a going to be a heavy rotational position, it seems. So let's even if Randy Gregory is playing let's say 20% of the snaps weeks one through four, uh, he's getting his feet under him and hopefully he'll be uh, feeling more comfortable. You have Baron Brown and you have uh, Jonathan Cooper, who also there's some questions about will he be on the pup list or not, but not as much uh, fanfare because not a starter. Um, and then of course, you know, Malik Reed and uh, Nick Benito, as we talked about earlier. So you have options there. I think Randy Gregory will be brought about slowly um, and you're going to want him out there. The one who is scaring me right now is Billy Turner. Um hmm. And the reason is it's because it's this knee condition that seemingly all the quotes make it sound like it's not really getting that much better. He failed the physical before he came in the Broncos. He's been dealing with this knee injury since uh, last season as well. Is this something that uh, is just going to be the reality? And is Billy Turner again, you know, I'm not putting words in his mouth. I really love Billy Turner's game. One of the first articles I wrote for mile high huddle was uh, the Broncos should prioritize bringing back Billy Turner when he was a free agent. Packers paid him a big money. I was okay with them not matching that, but uh, mm-hmm. thought Billy Turner was a really good, versatile, valuable, underrated player. That said, um, and we've seen it a few times here already, Billy Turner, 31, 30 years old, this knee concern that doesn't seem to be getting better. Is he somebody that we don't even see this year? Is he somebody that retires before the season even starts because the knee's not getting any better? I mean, he's not making huge money. Again, failed that physical. Uh, I'm I'm hitting the panic button uh, right now a little bit on Billy Turner. I was really excited when they signed him, uh, but did not know the uh, extent of the knee concerns that are still a question. Yeah, you're, and he missed the last four games of last year. You know, coming out, it's, it's like you look at his his reference page and you're like, okay, well, he started a bunch of games, he's played a bunch. You know, he's only missed a few, but he missed the last four. Yeah. He's come back and he hasn't been in. So you got me concerned now. And the thing is, the other part about that, Nick, is the right the right tackle position is already a concern. Yeah. You know, fully healthy, you're not you don't have a yes at the right tackle position. You know, Compton, Turner, um it's it's a it's a recurring question that I've had about George Payton since we've been doing this pod for, you know, a little over a year now is why isn't more being done when you've got the resources available at least financially to upgrade that position it seems like there should be better options out there and if if you come in you know if you come in you're healthy you know but if randy gregory and and billy turner both start the season and miss a significant portion on the pup list that's going to be a that's going to be a strike you know not a you know an out but that's a strike that's that's a, a that's two starters at two key positions that aren't available from free agency you know, you, you didn't have to sign these guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the conversation with Billy Turner is a little different than Randy Gregory. Um, there's a little less risk with the Billy Turner signing, given the you know amount of years, mm-hmm. the amount of money on it, and whatnot. But Billy Turner, edge rushing spot is a rotational position, and you can bring about you know Randy Gregory slowly, you know, twenty percent of the snaps mm-hmm. to fifty percent of the snaps to sixty, and whatever his normal is going to be this season. Your offensive lineman, hopefully, are playing one hundred percent of the snaps. Well, and you're uh, taking a fine. You're talking about a financial risk. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, he wasn't that much money. Well, we knew that, you know, he, he's not a big financial risk. Great. But he's also not a high upside player. Yeah. He's a risk for your team. He's a risk for the success of your season. You know, that's a, that's a big gamble. So you're taking a risk on a, on a, the player himself, even if he is fully healthy. And then if he's not, Man, that's uh, that's not a that's not a good look. Um, that said, as Mark Schrader says, coming with big stars too in the in the uh, quadruple digits, he says, you know, I'm so ready for camp. Me, you know, me too. There's a lot of speculation that we have right now, and a lot of ifs and buts, and we'll we'll get to see some of these guys out there and see who's healthy. That's one of the things we've been talking about that we're most looking forward to. I, I can't wait to see Bradley Chubb. You know, that's one of the players I'm most looking forward to. Is he ready to take that step back or step up, so to speak, where he can double his money? We, we've said before, and I don't mean this with hyperbole, this is a $100 million season for Bradley Chubb. He could come out of the season with a $100 million contract, 75 minimum. If Randy Gregory is getting a $70 million contract, Bradley Chubb could come out of this with a $100 million contract. Yep. Um, he took a little a bit of the wind out of my sails on that because uh, Brad- Bradley Chubb was, we we're going to come back around. Who are you most excited for? Who's the camp thing that you're, uh, um, you know, just the guy you're watching the most? And for me, it is Bradley Chubb because you mm-hmm. have the questions about Randy Gregory. You have the questions about Jonathan Cooper, Malik Reed, uh, Baron Browning, Nick Benito being viable three down uh, edge rushers that are can set the edge and rush the uh, rush the quarterback. And without Randy Gregory, really the only one that I feel confident saying that about is Bradley Chubb. And I know he's been going up against Ben Braden, who has like nine offensive snaps in his career to date at right tackle. Uh, so that's not really been a, uh, <laughs> a good sample size. I would say, Oh, Bradley Chubb's killing him. He should be uh, duh. Um, but Bradley Chubb becoming this, you know, top 15 consistent pass rusher on the Broncos this year could make her, I mean, really could make or break the season could make or break mm-hmm. the value and the strength of this defense. So uh, Bradley Chubb is the guy that I am most cautiously optimistic uh, to follow this uh, training camp cycle here. And EJ coming in saying Chubb needs to get at least 10 plus sacks this year at minimum. If he wants to get a big payday, I do think that the NFL is starting to appreciate a bit more, the more predictive stats for the edge rushing spot, because if just the raw sack numbers mattered and teams were just paying guys based on that, Malik Reed would probably not be here because the Broncos mm-hmm. snap slapped the original on tender on him crickets uh, on the market for him. He comes back to Denver for that, you know, original round undrafted free agent uh, tender, even though he had the sack numbers because Malik Reed, you know, really poor against the run. And a lot of his sacks were his cleanup sacks, not really a high pressure rate, et cetera, et cetera. So um, if he does have 10 plus sacks, that's great, but I'm more curious about, you know, the pressures, the hits, the pass rush win rate. Uh, is he setting the edge, et cetera, et cetera. You want the complete package here. And it's, that's especially true in today's NFL where teams are looking to play less linebackers, more sub and dime. You need your pass rushers to be able to pass with discipline um, while protecting their lanes. That said, I agree with EJ. Yeah. He needs the other stuff to go with the 10 yeah. plus sacks. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, you can have great 
sub type of numbers, the analytics, the inside baseball type of numbers, but you better have the home runs to go with it. You know, yeah. he, he needs to, he needs to have the numbers too. So if he wants a big, like he says, a big payday, he's going to need 10 plus sacks. And then he's going to need some other stuff to go with it too. But I, I agree with you because again, the, the options for the Broncos are extension, uh, goodbye or tag. And a tag is going to put him in the $25 million range. Um, that's, that's a, that's a lot of money. So, you know, he better be a top five type of edge rusher. If you're going to tag him and pay him top five money, that said, I would be willing to pay a premium for one season. If he goes out and has a big year, I would put, I would be willing to put a premium on one year to overpay for one year rather than give, I'd rather pay $25 million than give him. 60 million guaranteed across a five-year contract. Yeah. Uh, I would rather pay a premium now, more guaranteed money for a shorter-term deal. Do it again. If you have a good year, do it again. I want to see some consistency. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, by all accounts, you know, Chubb is a uh, a plus player as far as leadership, uh, maturity, et cetera. So uh, pull in for him and uh, hopefully he has a good season because, again, as he goes – probably the Broncos defense goes outside. There's only one player that has more true, I think structural value and that's Patrick Sertan. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, if the Bron- if Bradley Chubb has a top 15 year, you're talking about a defense that can be top half of the league. And that's going to be big because right now, I mean, you saw it with uh, Mike clay here recently, the Broncos having the 18th ranked defense in football. If, you know, Chubb slides or something like that happens, could be talking about, you know, 24th highest ranked defense. And that might be enough to keep you out of the playoffs. And when you were saying like structural value with Pat Sertan, I was thinking like team value because, you know, I, I believe the leader of this defense is Justin, is Justin Simmons. Yeah. You know, so as Justin Simmons goes, so will this team also, um, you know, so you need Justin Simmons to be engaged because he is the two, the, the, this team now belongs to Justin Simmons and, and should be Bradley Chubb, but Bradley yeah. Chubb's got to, got to deliver. You can't, you're not a team leader if you're out there just, meh you know and you're on your way out on the last year of a deal so he needs to he needs to step up in several ways and he could get um he could get some big like i said it's a hundred million dollar year for him and richie good morning richie just came in also um says good morning gentlemen uh in a previous post and he comes in with a good question he says so scott on the flip side if if we were to keep chubb long term on a discount deal versus the one-year deal tag over pay which is better for the team assuming he does well if he's doing well, you want him for as long and as cheap as you possibly can. Um, if, but the thing is, that's a risk. That's a mm-hmm. big risk. And if I'm talking top 10 edge rusher money, that's risky. That becomes financially risky for the team and the salary cap. But if he's doing well, pay him. I, you're, you're, you want to you keep your good players. So if he is worth it, so to speak, then um, you, you want him for as long and for as cheap as you can possibly get. That said, to me, it's still risky. One year, uh, one year. If he goes out and has a top ten type of edge rusher season for you, I'd tag him. I'd tag him in a heartbeat. If you don't want to play on a tag, I'd, I'd find a trade partner. Then, okay, who wants to give him that hundred million dollar contract? And you can send me a first round draft pick for him. Yeah, hell, even a couple twos would be nice for this team. Um, Cody coming in here saying, any names uh, that aren't household name that you guys see popping off this season? Um, I'm going to start off here with my. Uh, my propaganda campaign that I've been in for years now, it seems like, but uh, 
this is not a household. Or this is a household name, hopefully in Broncos country, but not nationally. A very disrespected player, in my opinion, uh, Draymond Jones. I think that Draymond Jones is going to have a massive year this season. Um, he's been one of the most efficient pass rushers in football. Of course, he's not Aaron Donald. Nobody is. There's like three or four defensive tackles that uh, nobody's an Aaron Donald's thing. And I know Richie Rich is in here. He's like, oh, we need better interior pass rushers. It drops off dramatically after some of those top guys. I mean, it's just the nature of the interior defensive line spot. And it's also Aaron Donald uh, changing. Especially if you're playing a three, four. Yeah. You know, with three, with three guys in there, their job isn't to get to the quarterback. That's the edge. It's a, that's a, that's an edge rusher dream. That's the, the interior lineman in a three, four. If that's what you're playing is an SOB job. That's hold down two linemen. I'll let the guys around me get the glory. And with uh, the Broncos scheme, um, what they've been doing, what they'll probably continue to do is a lot of gap and a half uh, stuff with these guys. So they have to be able to rush a gap, but still have the ability to cut across and uh, get back to the other gaps. It's not really too gapping because they have a couple guys responsible for the same gap, but it's not this single, you know, pin your ears back, Fletcher Cox, uh, Geno Atkins, 4-3 under tackle that uh, we saw for years. So Draymond Jones, I think, is definitely somebody who could pop this season, given his efficiency numbers and the fact that the Broncos probably had the a bottom three edge rushing group last year, a bottom three linebacking group after Alexander Johnson and Josie Jewell went down, and a bottom 10 offense. All those things scream not very good for your interior defensive lineman um, to uh, to dominate. And again, not Aaron Donald. So Draymond Jones, I expect to pop up this season. A couple of more underrated, under-the-radar guys. It's pretty hard because I feel like none of the Broncos guys on the offense you can say are uh, under the radar, non-household names, except maybe the offensive line. You maybe could say Quinn Miners popping off this year. You can disagree. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nick, I disagree. Okay. I go think ahead. most of them are under the radar, non-national name type of guys because they weren't pro bowlers. Yeah. They're not big fantasy players. So Yet. all the, um, all the you, fantasy guys are talking about them. Uh, but, but they're like, which one? The question yeah. is, which one of these guys? Because yeah. there there's limits. So again, you look at a, a crap team like the Atlanta Falcons, Drake London might be the best wide receiver option because I know he's going to get the ball. I don't know for a fact that it's going to get spread around. You know, how many is, is he going to, who's better, Drake London or Jerry Judy? Well, on paper, that sounds easy, but, you know, there's five receivers um, that are out there. So for me, household name, split carries last year is Javante Williams. So you're a household name when people start talking about taking you in the top 10 in fantasy drafts. Um, right now, he's second third round he's down he's he's down a little bit he could become one of those top five running backs in the nfl somebody who is definitely willing to step up who should get an opportunity this year for me is albert okawebenam he's definitely not a household name because no one can say it yeah um um but uh, okawebenam again i one of the most disrespected players of the offseason oh they got to get a tight end they lost no offense they they, they got one you know okawebenam's pretty good you need you need somebody to replace okawebenam's number two spot that's what you need um, so th- those are, those are the guy for me. And then if KJ Hamler can play healthy, you might hear a little bit more about him as well. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I feel like maybe it's just because of how no, much our, uh, our bubble, we talk about these guys all the time on yeah. a national level. Nobody's talking. I mean, they're getting, this is the guy who could break out, breakout candidates. We're talking about those guys, but they're not there yet. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. So I'm gonna go really under the radar break, break and maybe more breakout for our sphere of influence here. But um, some guys that we haven't talked about so much on here that are in a position to um, put out some tape, and they have very small amount of tape. So this is one reason they're not really household names yet. And even in Broncos country, uh, Jonas Griffith is one of them. I think the Broncos are gonna play a lot of two linebacker sets. Is it gonna be Alex Singleton? 
Uh, it could be opposite Josie Jewell, but you hope for Jonas Griffith. I mean, height, weight, speed, youth, Indiana State didn't start playing football until I think his junior or senior of high school because he's a private school kid uh, and really just all the potential in the world. I think one of the reasons the Broncos are so okay uh, moving Brown into edge is because how much they view Jonas Griffith uh, being a plus player uh, going forward. So excited for Jonas Griffith. The other one who... There's been some discourse about him, but it's really just interesting. We just need to see more tape on him. But uh, Michael Ojemudia, I think, was probably the second or third best cornerback, rookie cornerback from that draft class. Um, that speaks more to how bad those rookies were that season as well. Somewhat um, outside of, uh, gosh, whoever the Bears cornerback uh, was, the one from Utah. Jo- Johnson, maybe? I can't remember his name. Um, he was Ojemudia was right there and uh, has been being spoken about very highly from those in the secondary, the coaches, over OTAs and whatnot. So excited to see what uh, Ojemudia can do. So Jonas Griffith and Ojemudia, guys who are definitely in line to get a big jump in snaps that could be good players for the Broncos and become more household names in Broncos country. Yeah, and I, and I was that's a good point. I was going to say, you know, amongst Broncos fans, there's guys yes. that, you know, hey, I, I, I tune in, I watch the games on Sundays. I know who the quarterback is. You know, I know mm-hmm. who the, I know this, but I don't know everybody out there. Because for me, it's like, how many inside linebackers are national how when i hear household name i think like nationwide like who are these guys talking about uh worm for mayor coming in coming in green says he can't watch live but sending some love keep up the great work appreciate you warm and colton moore came in earlier uh also says i'm so so stoked to have this season begin let's ride yeah it's here uh going back to the talk about the uh you know bradley chubb and, and the edge rusher position lawrence came in with some stars he says if randy gregory can capitalize on the double team uh, Chubb should be pulling. He would have the better year. Hopefully, it's uh, not cyclical, but it goes back and forth. You know, you get a hot edge rusher. If you have two of them, they're helping each other out. One can take pressure off the other. It shouldn't just be one. It shouldn't just be Chubb getting double teamed the whole time. Hopefully, Randy Gregory is wreaking enough havoc that he ends up taking some pressure off a of Chubb too. And you can have both of those guys together. We thought we were going to see a little bit of that with Vaughn and Chubb last year, and it never really materialized. So I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see Chubb on the injury list and Randy Gregory in a sling. I want yeah. them both healthy and wreaking havoc. That's what's going to be fun. Appreciate the stars, Lawrence. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Also, we got Ethan coming back in, twenty-five uh, pounds coming in, saying August 9th, the Broncos officially have the richest owner in the NFL. Non-household name for me will be Albert Okwebenam. So, uh, yep, excited about those guys. We'll see. I guess. Um, if we really want to get into it, so who can become a household name and just become an absolute like national star? He's already kind of starting to get the momentum here, but uh, maybe Javante Williams is somebody to think mm-hmm. about as well. Um, that's I who think I that's- said first. Yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, you look at you look at like fantasy lists because that's yeah. how you become a household name is by putting yeah. up the numbers. And you know, he's probably in the twenties. Uh, yeah. He's getting there. Um, he had a great season last year, but he could become the the guy he really could become a top three or four back which would put you in the top three or four draft picks where everybody and their grandmother who has a fantasy team is talking about i want javante williams uh on my team um Cortland sutton you know who's the most likely to have that that star season from the the wide receiver position that's what becomes uh tougher you know is it could be week in and week out uh for for this receiving core uh, and then tight end, you wonder, does, does, does Oko, are there really any but more than two or three household names at tight end in the NFL? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kelsey. Yeah. Pitts is probably pretty close now with all the hype he got last season. 
George Kittle. Kittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, uh, maybe. Um, yeah, it's, that's yeah, the I mean, nation. How many, guys know, how many people know who Mark Andrews is? Quick, who's Mark Andrews play for? Ravens, Oklahoma. Ravens, or is, or is he the guy that's in uh, Miami? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. You know, is that Gasecki? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I don't. T.J. Hawkinson. I don't know. <laughs> Gotta know get my Hawkinson. Is that Chiefs? Who's he play for? Hawkinson. He's the Lions. He's the eighth overall draft pick uh, two years ago. Okay. Yeah, I don't, the only time I see the Lions is if they're playing the Broncos or the Falcons. Yeah, those Honolulu Blues are sometimes interesting in tuning in for. Um, but we'll see how they play out. Uh, so, God, what was I about to get into here? Um, totally lost my train of thought. On I don't this. know. I'm I'm good at I'm good at doing that with my ADD self. So is is bouncing around. So it's good to have the chat where you can bounce around, be distracted, and be productive at the same time. With Quentin coming in, Quentin. Hmm. Is there a that's a, that's a like a, a name buddy with Quinn and Quentin. Quinn and Quentin Quentin W. Carson talking about Quinn is going to bring it this year. I think so too. Mm. I think so too. Um, of all the players that we have high hopes for going into this 2022 season, it has been just crickets around Quinn Miners this year. So hopefully get to camp and it's been quiet because they're trying to keep him level-headed. Yeah, because he's going in and just mauling people at camp and when they go into practices and then you start hearing the other team when they go into the the shared practice i want to start hearing the other team talking about him because they will that's let me say but again it's been eerily quiet around quinn miners during the off season yeah we'll see and uh that just reminded me of one point i wanted to make before we start to wrap it up on here bringing it back to our main topic of conversation here uh randy gregory and uh Billy Turner potentially starting training camp on the pup list. Um, another reason that uh, I am more concerned about Billy Turner starting on the pup list in comparison to Randy Gregory is that, and you've heard me say it on here a hundred times. It's one reason that I don't value the individual offensive lineman as I do as much the individual pass catcher or pass rusher. Um, it's about the unit. And that's going to be exceedingly true for the likes of the Broncos this season, running that outside zone stretch uh, scheme a lot. It really sounds like, you know, they're not going to be mixing and matching different run schemes. They will a little bit, but mostly it's going to be inside and outside zone. And that really requires your offensive line to be a cohesive unit. Now, one fortunate thing for the Broncos is that they are returning in theory, uh, four of their starters across the offensive line from last year, even if it is a new scheme. So you should have some chemistry, some cohesiveness, some camaraderie on that unit. Uh, but with the right tackle, Billy Turner being out now for who knows how long, and you're expecting him to plug in and be a, you know, without missing a step, a synchronized unit with that offensive line. I think that's a, still a bigger deal than uh, Randy Gregory uh, being out right now. So mm-hmm. um, that's just one last thing, especially the outside zone. You, you need them to be a cohesive unit, and it's just that much further uh, down the line if it happens. Yeah, you have to know everybody's job, but being a pass rusher is definitely an individual thing. <laughs> I mean, it's it's and we, we've talked about that Nick before. It's like if I've got an uber athlete that doesn't isn't real high on instincts, you know, I've said Boss Bailey, Taylor Mays, guys like that, I would have dropped them at an edge position and put them in, in DPR. Third down. Third down, go get the pass. You can make a lot of money getting a sack a game. Um so I agree with you 100%. The the sum of the parts can be greater than any of the individuals, but you got to be out there. You've got to be out there. And you mentioned they bring back four and that was by choice. If they wanted to bring back the fifth, Bobby Massey could be on this team. I'm convinced, right? I mean, he's still a free agent. He wasn't making a ton of money last year, could have brought him back. So that was a thought that they were upgrading the position. Um, And they probably still will. They brought in two guys. 
So Tom Compton is still there, and it looks like he's going to end up being, you know, getting the bulk of the reps at the beginning. Does that give him a leg up? Damn if I know. We'll find out. <laughs> but uh, Jacob Foster coming back in here with the support. Thank you, Jacob. Double dipping today on this fine Tuesday. Uh, hopefully we'll see you tonight as well for uh, Building the Broncos. It'll be Carl and I back on here tonight. And then Scott and I will be back live again tomorrow morning uh, with uh, Forging the Falcons. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, we're here. We're working and uh, we're excited to join you guys. Um, but that's probably going to have to do it for today. We got to get on out of here. I got some stuff that uh, got to get in on to work for. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Scott, what's the rest of your day looking like for you? I'm not sure, but all I could think of was, you know, uh, speaking of cohesive unit, you know, make sure you're checking out Manscaped. Um, and and again, support the sponsors and support the show. Use code code MHH for 20% off. Um, but uh, should be fairly quiet. Just got some work to do. Um, trying to enjoy the last few days of summer before uh, for both sports start kicking off for my kids and school is back. Then it becomes kind of hectic. So. This is actually one of the quieter weeks of the year for me. Well, good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, things are going to start getting pretty busy for me. Monday shows are going to be back in, uh, what do we say, Scott? The 18th? Is that the 15th? Yeah, I think August 15th probably makes the most sense. I believe that's the Monday after uh, the Monday after the first preseason game. So yep. we'll have the, the reaction. So August 15th, we'll be back on Monday. Yep. 100% uh, right in the midst of me dying um, from my uh, busy August. But we appreciate you guys. Make sure you're following Scott and I on Twitter. Scott is at Scout Kennedy. I am at Nick Kendall MHH. Also, make sure you're following us at BFB underscore pod as well as at Mile High Huddle. If you haven't done so yet, join our Facebook communities at Facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle and Facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle pod. If you haven't done so yet, please click the like button, laugh, react, whatever, um, like and share the show. And, uh, Especially, um, I think this is really important because Facebook has been a little bit um, disconjointed here recently uh, with our streaming service. So um, make sure you are finding us on YouTube, Mile High Huddle. Please like and subscribe and click the bell notification for the alerts um, over on YouTube. We appreciate the heck out of you guys, Tim Durst, and take it easy. EJ, great show, Nick and Scott. Have a great day, Broncos country. Get Manscaped. Uh, Mark Schrader, thanks, guys. Good to see you. Jeremy saying, uh, have a good one. BX Bronco Jedi, good to see you. Says, like button on the way out. And uh, Ethan coming in saying, take care, everyone. Everyone, take care. Choose kindness, choose compassion. Stay cool. Go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, 
the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 